Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of The Culture Podcast featuring Christian Appiah, your host. And today, uh, I want to introduce our guest, uh, the Dean of Free Negro University himself, uh, Mbaku (laughs) (laughs) himself. Oh my God. Uh, Young T'Challa in the making. Young T'Challa, right. Young T'Challa. But before we get into this glorious conversation that we're about to have, uh, I want to say thank you guys again. I know I thanked you guys the last two episodes, but I do think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that the podcast is doing extremely well. Uh, For the 12 people who gave us five stars on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. For the people who are continuously favoriting and uh, liking the podcast on Anchor, Thank you so much. And for the people who are sharing, retweeting, uh, sending DMs to their friends, uh, thank you. We really couldn't do this thing without your support. So I wanted to take just another couple moments to acknowledge your contribution to what I hope will be a really great podcast moving forward. As always, my shameless plug, you can follow me. (laughs) Man, shut up. Y'all can follow me. Y'all know where y'all can follow me at, but I'm going to do it one more time just because I really feel like I'd be consistent. You can follow me at Odacia Clothing, spelled A-U-D-A-C-I-A underscore clothing, and Odacia Co. on Twitter. Really, really, really excited this week. Um, Once again, this week is going to be less structured and more of a conversation uh, with my good friend... Mr. Negro, Uh, but I think we should just hop right into it. Like I said, like last week's episode, this isn't a structure, it's going to be a talk, but I do think we're going to cover some topics that we consider to be fairly important, Uh, and I know this is a, just to touch on some current events, we've, we've seen some, we've seen some nonsense, nigga, on the timeline, recently, so let's just open this up and start talking about you know, actually, let me talk. Let, let me give you some space to plug yourself and what you do, and then we can start talking about it. Oh, bad, bad. Okay, well, what's going on, culture world? My name is Mr. Negro, as my brother so eloquently put. My name is Josh. I'm the founder and curator of Free Negro University, the anti-hotel consortium, the anti-front machine. And you better put the kids to bed, because it's about to get raunchy up in here. And, yeah, you know, if you want to follow me, if you want to see some shit that you ain't going to see nowhere else, um, follow me on Free Negro University on Instagram. Amen. I, I don't have a Twitter, and my Facebook is pretty dead right now. So yeah, but Instagram is pretty popping. You know, I yeah, Instagram is a lit platform. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, Super man. lit. So what kind of nonsense we got to get into? Bro? Let's let's we got, talk we got about. A lot of, we got a lot of let's talk, talk about Kanye West, nigga. Because I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm Are very you? hurt. I'm tragically hurt because I love Kanye West. Yeah. I loved his music. I didn't know what he was doing in 2006 when he like started selling t-shirts for $400 with holes in them. Yep. But then Yeezy dropped and it started to make a little bit more sense. Yep. The shoes were dope. Yep. I thought My Beautiful Dark Fantasy was dope. Masterpiece. Right. Incredible. The babe. I thought Life uh, Yeezus was alright. It's alright. It grew on me over time. Right. I love The Life of Pablo. And then he goes AWOL, understandably because of his life and I'm sure things that we don't even see. Yeah. He's been off the radar. 
But then this motherfucker wants to come back on the radar yep. and start tweeting reckless. Reckless. And you know, the the skeptic in me is like, yeah, this is just album promotion. Nope. What have you. But I really... <sighs> I really am con- I'm really concerned Go ahead and say it. Speak that Kanye West say it. has lost his mind. He lost his ever-loving mind. But you know what I'm saying? I, I'm sitting here trying to understand where he's coming from. For the people who are following the Kanye West controversy... He's been doing a lot of tweeting and uh, getting mad at people for suppressing his free thought. Free thought, man. And I love Kanye, man. Like, I want to, I like his music. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like all of a sudden I'm not, I don't like Kanye West. And I knew it all along. Like, no, I really did fuck with every single, like, uh, project he's put out for the most part. Yeah. And I think it's been apparent on social media the past couple of days, even. He's been he's been tweeting some of his thoughts and opinions on uh, Donald Trump for one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in an interview with Charlemagne the God yep. from the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He's been in an interview with Team Z, and he said some things that Thank have you. been volatile. Volatile, specifically today or yesterday. Uh, slavery was a choice. That's some ignorant. That's not volatile. Some ignorant ass shit. Ignorant. 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 And and you know what I I was like that's not yeah no that, that doesn't add up so I just had to like see maybe there was some more context to be had nope the explanation was it's a mental uh, what is it it was mental mental enslavement mental like, enslavement which I mean yes but no at the same time bro but my, like, but my thing is like yo like that let me say just now <clears throat> like that is so disrespectful to like all of our ancestors who resisted slavery every day in whatever way they possibly could from like breaking farm equipment to working deliberately slow to to the explicit acts of rebellion and escaping and all these like like that's just that's just the thing to me is I hate when people with such of a such a large platform right that you know there are a lot of people that take Kanye West at his word and really like believe in what he says and you make such uninformed ignorant comments like that it really is I really lost a lot of respect for Kanye West yeah man I think what social media has taught me in the past couple years is that as you grow up like your uh, your idols or like people you look up to role models they they begin to become a lot more human yeah because you start to grow up and start to experience the same things and then their faults get exposed and like you see the people you don't see the mask and right now I definitely think that Kanye West looks like somebody who's been going through a lot of things mm-hmm. without the kind of support he would have gotten if he was around family that knew him when he was growing up. Yep. Like people who would ground him like and just be like, yo, shut up yep. and listen to me. And he'll shut up and listen to them. Like there are people like that in everybody's life. And sometimes you lose those people. Sometimes those people... Are your parents or like aunts and uncles like yeah. who is has the power to step in his life and say I need you to stop and reevaluate and apologize and figure out what it is you, what's your message mm-hmm. so you can communicate it clearly right. and if your message is that like if your message is slavery, slavery was a choice like, then okay we, that's no that's not okay no we, no I'm saying we like okay some shit. yeah okay like you need to do some unpacking right but if that's not what you actually you're trying to communicate you mm-hmm. need to stop and figure out how you want to say these things mm-hmm. so that the, at least people understand what it is you're saying so they can choose a side because well, this whole thing of okay I said this but then I got on Twitter I'm like well let me explain this further like 
No, if you and that's the thing, like having that platform, you have a responsibility right. to speak with clarity. Right. You can't muddle through your thoughts on 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 a platform where millions of people just hear you. Especially, especially when you said impressionable people, right, can hear you. Like young people, like young black folks, especially. Mm-hmm. And, and and to your point, right, and to your point about family, I do agree with you, and I do think that we all have those folks that were, that will check us when we need to be checked, but. My thing is, like, who does that in his life? I thought it was Jay-Z. Like, maybe, I don't know, like, considering all of the things that we've now learned about Jay-Z over the past year and a half or so, like, considering, like, his adultery or whatever. And I'm not saying just because, like, you cheated, you can't check other people, but that's beside the point. But I thought that that was Jay. And, you know, he and Kai had a falling out for whatever reason. I actually... That actually came out um, a bit during the interview. I can talk about that after you're done making yeah, it. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is, like, I don't know who it was. And, I, and, I, and again, I will go to my grave thinking and believing that this is still remnants of, like, him not being okay with his mother's passing. And, again, like, who, who, whoever, whoever will be okay after that? <clears throat> but at the same time, it's, like, again, like, going back to, like, the responsibility and going back to, like, the access that someone like Kanye West has. And I want to preface by saying that you can't help anybody until they're ready to get help. But all I'm saying is like, yeah, like you have like millions of dollars. Like if you want this, you can get, you can go to the best facilities and find the best doctors and find the best therapists that money can buy. But I'm just, I'm, and again, I'm not saying that like, this is something that is absent from his life because we don't know what he was doing over that like, that hiatus, that social media hiatus, I would hope that he was getting help, but it seems to me that there's still some more shit that he needs to unpack, and I hope that he can get the help that he needs to to be grounded and to have closure, or to get the 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 serious help that he needs. And so that's that's one that's one part of me. And the other part is like, yo, fuck Kanye, everything he stands for at this point. I'm tired of giving, I'm tired of making excuses for this nigga. I'm tired of saying this is just mental health. Maybe this is just what this nigga believes. Like maybe he just becomes so far gone from like the the workings of like like the lives of like people like you and I then maybe he actually believes this shit believes and I don't know what? see that's the thing I don't know what he believes because even with all the interviews and everything like some of the ideas are articulated clearly and some things I like oh, okay I can see why you say that and then there are these moments of like outlandish like like this outlandish like five minutes of like rant that I'm like yo what <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm just kind of sitting there. But to speak further on uh, what happened with Jay Z and from the interview with Charlemagne the God, apparently um, the line that Jay Z had in the 444 album, like, I gave you 20 million, you gave me 20 minutes on stage. Uh, and, like, that was a reference to Kanye West ranting about Jay Z and um, some things that had happened in the past um, when they were still coming up in the right. music game was that Kanye was explained in the interview, he was actually really upset even before that had happened because Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce hadn't come to his wedding. Mm. Which I understand, like, maybe you don't like um, Kim Kardashian, and there's a multitude of reasons not to like Kim Kardashian. But let's say I was getting married to someone maybe you didn't like. Mm. But I was like, yo, Josh, at the end of the day, like, if I'm if you're my brother, if you're my boy, like I need you to come out and support me mm-hmm. on this special day. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, like I could see why Kanye West is really upset about that. Yeah. And then again in Paris when his wife was robbed at gunpoint. Right. 
allegedly, and I'm sure that there's data and and y'all could always fact check us on this podcast. By the way, if we say some something that's not true or you have the correct information, shoot us a DM. Sure. We'll acknowledge it. I always want this to be a content conscious zone. Fact but anyways, fact is. But anyways, uh, she was right at gunpoint, and he got a phone call from Jay, and there was no like reaching out in person. There was no like, let me come out and see you, mm. and see how you and your family are doing. Not, I don't like Kim. I don't like what she does, so I'm not going to speak to you. But no, like, someone you love almost died. Mm-hmm. Let me come and see how you and your family are doing. Right. So with that being said, Kanye was pissed at Jay-Z. So right. during that, uh, what we call, like, the breakdown, like, the him having to be hospitalized, mm-hmm. he was speaking that, oh, like, what hurt me was Jay-Z said, like, after the fact, like, now, like, in the modern time, we're talking about 444, it was already dropped. Kanye's saying, well, it kind of hurts to hear... He's saying that he gave me $20 million because at the time, he was on tour, he had received a deal from Live Nation, mm-hmm. which is, I think, partially owned by Jay-Z. I think so. Or, like, Jay-Z has an affiliation he, he with that some, organization. Yeah, taking that. Yeah. And the only reason, however, Kanye acknowledges, too, he got it was because Jay-Z signed, co-signed him. He was like, I know he's in debt, but he's good for the money. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, at the time, it was Kanye West, like, before all this. So, like, Kanye's going to sell out. Right. Any tour right. he's doing. So he sold it out, whatever. Um, but Kanye was mad because he was like, I earned that twenty million. You didn't give me twenty million. I went on tour, right. I made that back. Right. Like that's money that any artist would have made doing the tour. Right. So for me it's like you didn't really hand me something. Mm. Right. And that was something that he had also not had an issue with. So I don't know who's in his inner circle. I'm talking about Kanye West anymore. But I think this kind of leads me to understand like this bigger problem, not a problem, but something I've noticed about people in social media. Mm. This like p- brief period of outrage mm. followed by like a whole set of like memes that are created. And then it just kind of fades into social media, like vernacular, like, okay, yeah. like, we're not going to care about this in a month. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. what comes like, and we're so desensitized to stuff like this. That we don't even choose to like really unpack. Some some people do unpack it. Like this is, I think, an unpacking of what's happening. Yeah. But a lot of people see it. They go, "Wow, Kanye is bugging. I hate Kanye West." Blah blah blah. And then a couple weeks later, his album's gonna drop, and we're all gonna listen to it, and it's gonna be whoop de woo, la di da, scoop scoop de poop, scoop scoop de poop de poop. Yeah. And like, we're gonna be good. And that's been again. Like I've I've made the choice not to engage with Kanye West like material anymore. Um. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll say that, I'll break down the reasons why. Um, I think that, I, I agree with you like this, like, I think that, you know, just as, you know, a lot of, like, the Taylor Swift shit blew over, a lot of people said that they were done with Kanye after him, yeah. or after after her, and, again, some folks were, a lot, I know I wasn't, and I know a lot of folks, you know, there were, there were a number of instances in which you could have then said, like, I'm done with Kanye after this. Um, I think this is the one for me because of like the alignment of himself with Donald Trump and the consistent misinformation that's being spread on a platform with such a large following. And I, I think to go back to go back to the whole free think the free thinking thing, right? Like there's nothing wrong with thinking freely, but you need to think critically at the same time. 
Like that's the I think that's I don't think Kanye's understanding that. Like nobody's saying nobody's suppressing your ability to think. If you want to support whoever you want to support, like that's your that's your that's your right to do so. But I would hope that you have the evidence and the facts and the th the nuanced opinions that you need in order to corroborate these points. And I don't I think that this is always getting lost in like, well, if you're if you're coming at me for supporting Donald Trump, then you're automatically suppressing my ability and my right to free thought. That's not what it is. I'm just hoping that you actually have something to back up these points. And I think with that being said, it's so interesting because on social it's social media like for me, I'm looking at his tweets. I'm like, that's exactly what they are. They're tweets. Like, and we have the opportunity to sit down and hear him in an interview. Like, if it if it was just the Charlemagne the God interview, mm. I think it would have like, oh, okay. Like, you're still kind of tapped, but like, okay, I see what you kind of were trying to do there. Yeah, you need to articulate that way better. Right, you're on probation, nigga. Like, right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll I'll give it back to I'll yeah. I'll give back to him in a second. And but then with this TMZ interview. Him saying what he said, like I think it it just goes back to like social media and like you're you're you get a clip of something, and then someone then has to go well this is what I meant when I said that. Mm -hmm. But the initial like I read the headlines I get mad at something. For me though, even after it was like that second part of it, I still it's not and that ain't it, man. That ain't it. Like yeah. you know that ain't it. I don't I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like what you're saying, yay, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that initial, like, oh, I'm going to read the headline and I'm not going to dig. I'm going to form an opinion off this. Mm. And I think that... I don't know how this is going to end up for him, um, Kanye West. I, you know what? Personally... I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. I think, personally, think he's okay. I think that album is going to sell yeah. in record numbers. I think it's going to break streaming records. Because the, at the end of the day, our society seems to have a tolerance level for really heinous, crazy shit. That entertainers and famous people do, as long as their level of talent is parallel. And and I'm glad that you said that because there's there's one thing that I saw today that illustrates that point perfectly. And I'm glad. And I'm also going to go back to what you said about probation. So even now, right, we're then taking time out of our evenings, out of our days, to then really unpack, like what was going through Kanye's mind when he said these things. After he aligned himself with Trump, after that first picture was taken, like, way back when with Trump, when he had that, like, freshly yellow hair, like, we spent time trying to figure out what was going on through this dude's mind. He was on probation. Like, you're going to be on probation until we figure out what the fuck is going on. Meanwhile, Chrisette Michelle, when she announced the fact that she wanted to perform at, or she uh, performed at the inauguration, we canceled her instantly. There was no talk about what was going on. There was no talk about what, what what influenced this decision like she was canceled like instantaneously and, I, and like i have not heard anything from chris and michelle since mm -hmm. so i think like there there is something to be said about like who is who are willing to tolerate and like how much how much slack and how much leeway do we give like black women entertainers because again i haven't heard shit from chris and michelle since then i think chris michelle's one fault in that situation, is that she wasn't Kanye West, or she, or even, even she wasn't a man. You know? She just wasn't a man. I, think, no, I feel like there are some male. There are some male entertainers that we wouldn't have given. Like there are there are certain people that I feel like we've given a pass. But I agree. Let me before I go on this tangent. One, I do agree. 
that um, there is a double standard for black male entertainers and black women entertainers before I continue. Mm. I think in this situation, it's it's like kind of like um, when she was on uh, The Breakfast Club too. It, about, it was about her Netflix deal. Uh, Monique. Yeah. Right? And like Monique was fairly saying that she wasn't offered a deal that she felt was worth her value. Right. But then she proceeded to like uh, compare herself to like Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart. And whatever you feel about those two other like black male entertainers, it is safe to say that they have a larger platform. Well, she was... That may be in part because they are black men. Mm. But with... I'm just... I just want to speak in like the realities of... Of the, of the Of the situation. I think that same sort of idea where it's like, you're right, but that's not the person I feel like you want to compare your situation to. Like, I think Kanye in the same thing where it's like, you're right, she had a far worse fallout, but I think Kanye West isn't the person I would compare her situation to. Right. I, I understand, and, I, and I, I see what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that Kanye West should be the standard in which we then hold this to. Mm-hmm. What I will say, and even going back to, to, to Monique's point for a second, I don't... I didn't read that as saying it's like, well, like, this is, this is me and like, this is uh, Chris Rock and this is Dave Chappelle. Like, I think she was just saying like, well, you are then basing these numbers off of track record and off of accomplishments and off accolades. Here are my accolades and here's what I got. Here's Amy Schumer's accolades and here's what she got. So you're telling me that. Like, something's not adding up here. And again, I'm not saying that we should... Again, I, I really would... I really want to have a conversation... I really would have liked, of course, to have a conversation with Chris and Michelle to see, like, well, why did you... Why did you s- sign up to perform for Trump's inauguration? We didn't offer her that. We offered... Yeah. We didn't offer anything. We said, like, you're canceled. You're this, you're that, you're third, you're whatever, whatever. And here we are, you know, however many months later giving this like serious attention like it's on it's in Rolling Stone it's on CNN it's on all these different TMZs on all these different platforms and I'm just considering like well where was this amount of of scrutiny scrutiny yeah. for Chrisette Michelle yeah, like yeah, yeah. why like, where's everybody coming where's everybody like trying to then like give her a pass you know what I'm saying and it's yeah. just not coming it That's didn't true. come yeah no it didn't and uh I don't think it ever will because yeah. that's the society that I think that that's how we like move and I think this whole culture of canceling people yeah. I think in certain situations it's used to protect your mental health and your energy like mm-hmm. you're canceled like it, for me that means like I'm removing you from my space so that you can no longer bother me right in other situations I think the whole idea of canceling somebody is counterproductive if you're hoping to shift mm-hmm. and this is where I say and I always like to preface these things no one is responsible to help someone come into new knowledge. Mm. Like, it's not my personal responsibility to educate anybody. Mm. But when we're in a space where, let's say, some work needs to get done or, um, we, like, I, I like to use real world examples. Like, in our government, there are people who disagree right. on really fundamental, like, moral things. Like, you talk about, like, there are hot issues. There's abortion. Right. There's, like, uh, I'll use that as the example. Where, like, there are people on the right who have religious beliefs who believe that no, under no means should this happen. And there are people on the far left. I want to say, you know what? That's that's the danger. That's how they get you. Because it's not radical. It's not radical thought. They're not on the far left at all. These are just people who are like, yo, what the fuck? Like, no. 
what? No, we're not going to ascribe religious thinking to policy because that's the whole point of uh, separation of church and state. I, I definitely believe that we have to be able to speak to these people yeah. that we vehemently disagree with and not if not understand where they're coming from, understand their their base, their platform. So if anything, we can deconstruct it mm. and work around them. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and push those sorts of crazy I don't use crazy. Those those ideas that can be dangerous have real consequences for right. real people. Right. We can defeat those right. those things. Right. And I think like that that idea of like well so and so is canceled is like okay we can cancel them but how did they get like that so that we know how to deal with it when it comes up again? No, I feel you. I agree. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But you got me thinking about like like the idea of, like you mentioned responsibility, and in a case like Kanye West, right, and in a case in which like you know there are like explicit evident issues that are apparent in Kanye West's life um, as in our world I, I was thinking about like what responsibility like if any do like black men have to each other in terms of like working through like because it, it, it's just it's just evident that Kanye is traumatized like he's a traumatized individual like from what he is potentially seen from from you know being at that level of superstardom, but I'm just more so speaking of like your mom's passed away, and I don't I don't think you ever got the the things that you needed to to properly cope, and it seems to me like you've been making a number of self destructive decisions that are impacting you a decade later, and I'm trying to figure out like what does it look like for like black men to really have a moment to like intervene so like like you we saw like John Legend try to intervene Jay Z yeah. tried to intervene like, did Jay Z try to intervene well I mean let's let's just let's just, well so John we Legend don't know. we don't we, we don't know we know for a fact that John Legend J right. Cole reached out right so um, Legend Cole who who else I feel like a lot of people reached out yes yeah, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's at least three friends like you know we got I'll be lucky to have three friends I am lucky I have at least three friends They'll reach out to me if I'm doing some fuck If you if right. you was tweeting make America great <laughs> right. again, I'd reach out. I'd be like, like yo, hey, Josh, bro, I don't know bro, what's going come on. on come man. on, come on, yeah, come to my house, man. I'm making dinner. We, we got to talk. To talk. We need to what's talk, going on? right? But like, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Like, what? Where's that space for black men to really like to hold each other accountable for what's going on, and also like figure out, bro, like. This isn't an isolated incident. It's not happening in a vacuum. Like, what are you? What are you going through? What are you experiencing? And how can I help you move past this so you don't have to make these continuously yeah. destructive decisions? And I think that's. I just think Kanye's lacking that in general. Like, whether it be black men or women, but I do, I do believe <coughs> that there could have been an intervention, and we might have seen some different outcomes had he had like you know like. Cole and Legend and Yay like like swoop in and say like, yo bro like I don't we're like I'm, we're, I'm coming to get you yeah we gotta figure, we gotta talk about some shit like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. maybe I'm asking for too much I don't know I, I mean I definitely think that when we look at like how we're socialized at least how my assumptions of how we're socialized is that like oftentimes men don't speak about those sorts of things yeah. like how they're dealing with trauma mm-hmm. and I think it's even more acute amongst men of color yep. like that's just something that you don't do like, you don't talk about like things that may 
make you seem weak or vulnerable amongst other men. Right. Which is something I think is really dangerous. Like, yep. it leads to situations where people are suffering and no one can, like, reach out and speak to them. Mm. I think in this case of Kanye West, I think it's really dangerous because when you have that sort of fame, you probably have a lot of yes men around you. Yep. And people who aren't really looking out for your best interests, but rather looking at how your notoriety, your fame, your reach can help them. Yep. So I'm sure there's actually a very small amount of people who are like, yo, I'm calling you because I care about you and I really want you to reconsider what you're doing yeah. on these platforms. Uh, and, and I think that's my stance. As of right now, I'm really just... Dis- I'll say my final thoughts on this. I'm kind of... I'm not kind of... I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised, which is kind of sad. Is There are people you have... There, there are people you have in your life that eventually you see the reality of their 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 person mm-hmm. like their personality their actions their behaviors become a lot more real to you and that proximity that social media provides like this fake closeness of me being able to see Kanye was tweeting in real time and seeing what his thought process is mm-hmm. has exposed a lot of him the human side of him not the not the image he's built to everybody mm-hmm. and i think being disappointed with him is a part of just like saying oh yeah I'm judging this person that I looked up to in a way that shows me, like, I don't look up to him anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just another artist. And I think that's kind of a sign of growth for, hopefully, people that grow up from this and saying, like, wow, we need to stop idolizing people who make a lot of money and are famous because they're just people who have gotten to a system where they they figured out how to make money and be famous. Like, and that's a very particular set of skills that doesn't make you a better person than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be really great at singing. That doesn't mean that you're educated on political theory or mm-hmm. social issues. Like, and I think that's a problem that we've had even before social media. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, there's this Dave Chappelle skit where it was, like, after 9-11, uh, Chappelle was like, we need to call Ja Rule. What does Ja Rule have to say on this issue? What does the fuck does Ja Rule have to say about this issue? Like, we don't need him to unpack this. Like, we can unpack this without having to include the voice of a celebrity or someone who has a lot of fame. Like, what does Wayne think about... Remember the Black Lives Matter? Yeah, like, motherfucker. What does Wayne think about Black... Like, does it really matter what Wayne thinks? And then they inevitably let us down by saying some nonsense. Wayne, fuck. Saying some nonsense. So I really think this is just a lesson. And I echo somebody, I saw something on Twitter. Uh, it was like, you know what? This whole Kanye West thing is wild. But at the end of the day, Kanye West doesn't pay my bills. He doesn't ensure that food is in my mouth or in my belly. Like, I can enjoy his music. Mm-hmm. And that can be it. I don't have to, to, to take his political views and wrestle with those. Like, right. F him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? F him outside of the music. Like, F him. I don't care. Like... Yeah. And I think that may be a space where, like, more people should come to. But I think holding him accountable for what he says on that platform is also very important. So not to neglect the fact that, hey, you have this platform, you can't be saying wild shit. Like, slavery was a choice. When there are kids, like, young black kids who listen to you and will internalize that phrase and start to project, like, start to, like, accept that as fact. There's a Kanye West said this, like. It's dangerous. We all just talk about the fact that like slavery is literally being written out of history books as we speak. 
Yes. In, in, this, in, this, in this era. And like you want to say some shit like this? Yo, Kai's going to be in one of these little niggas history books in like 10 years. Right? Like, like, yo, Kai said it was a choice. Like, man, my final yeah. thoughts. Shit, wake up, Mr. West. <laughs> wake up, Mr. Wake up, Mr. West. Honestly, how 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 much is too much? Like, do you think this was a straw that makes a kill? Like, if he were to apologize in like a week, like you know what? Man. I've said a lot of things without providing pure context. I've said some ignorant things, and I want to take the time to apologize. Like, would we forgive him? I think we would. I think as a whole, the community would. I would, but you know what? It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. It will never be the no, same again. It's not. No, it's tainted. Yeah. It's tainted. You said, wake up, Mr. West. I think that's going to be the name of this podcast Wake episode. up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Yo. Yo, you got to play heard him say that. Right. <laughs> wake up, Mr. What the fuck, Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> play something for the kids, man. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Shit. But yeah, I mean, Odessia family, I'm kind of hurt. I wonder what y'all think about this Kanye West situation. And I mean, really, just because I've I've discussed him in an earlier podcast when I was talking about social influence. So this is really funny to me because he's got a lot of clout. Like he can make, yeah. he can move stuff. He sells units, forty thousand units in two minutes. Like he he is an a global icon. So real shit, man. Like, to see him use this platform in this way is disappointing. They can do better. Shit, it's disappointing. But shit. no, there's no buts. It's just disappointing. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What everyone else is feeling, but that's those are my thoughts on this matter. I really hope that we can use this as an opportunity to really understand that we can speak for ourselves. Yeah. Everyone who has the knowledge, like we don't need a celebrity to speak for us. Kanye doesn't speak for anyone but himself, and that's how it should be. I don't want him representing me or my thoughts or anyone else's thoughts. So mm-hmm. that that was a part of the growing up process for me. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't want this. And it's cool because now I can talk. I've become so comfortable with this podcast and this space where I can literally like talk about the, the logistics of the podcast on the podcast. I don't want to take up too much time, but I do want to talk a little bit about what you do mm. and what you're trying to accomplish with your Instagram page. Man, I'm just the nigga that's talking shit. Yeah. That's all I do. That's all I just talk. <laughs> no, man. Like, we can talk about this on another episode, but, you know, yeah. really, you know, the things that I've things that I'm really interested in doing is you know, <clears throat> producing content to not only challenge like white supremacy and fascism and all the isms that we're working against right now, but um, just as important, if not more important is, you know, putting things out that will make, you know, these youngins really, young black men particularly, you know, reconsider their stances on like, you know, masculinity and like how they relate to, to, to black women and women mm-hmm. in general black women especially and you know how do we really put aside the things that are really killing us as as black men that we've been taught was acceptable and normal behavior behavior ever since we was kids you know so that's really what you know i'm excited for that's really what i'm excited for um in terms of these next projects if you all want to check out um we did a, a photo project um, you can check it out on Free Negro University. It's just ten slides, um, uh, different shirts with various uh, messages that you know talk about vulnerability and you know what kinds of messaging our black boys receive that <coughs> really beat the sensitivity and the vulnerability out of them. And I'm going to be doing some more over the summer, so stay tuned for that. Again, the Instagram is Free Negro University. Uh, we're going to be putting out a lot more stuff. And yeah, man, like 
Honestly, I'll just be talking shit, bro. And people like people like the shit that I'll be talking. Yeah, no, I mean, I want to say this too, like just you and like on this podcast on the space that you've done a really like incredible job of holding people's feet to the fire, specifically young men of color. I've learned a lot from your page. I've learned a lot from discussions with you, and I definitely think that having a space where a lot more people can hear what you have to say is it, it could be very powerful and impactful moving forward. So I really encourage all of you listening to this podcast. It's at Free Negro University, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, spelled Free Negro and then University. So I'm, I'm not going to spell all that out. You know how to spell that. And if you don't, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. And it's, ne- it's Negro, not Negro. Like, ain't, not, ain't nothing wrong with Negro, but I actually had somebody like say like Free Negro University. Um, like. Nigga, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. I'm gonna start using that when someone says something that I don't mess with. That's not it. Not it, dude. I can't remember seeing. I was like on the Breakfast Club. It was like some dude was rapping, like he was doing a freestyle, and Charlamagne was like, "That's not it. That's not it. Not it at all. I don't like it." So that is definitely something I'm gonna start using. And and Charlamagne has a whole other host of problems that we could talk about that we won't this episode. But he's. But you know what? I think you can't talk about everything at, um, at at this time, but definitely let us know. I want you guys to start interacting with the podcast more too. So if there's anything specifically you want us to talk about and address, let us know. Um, I really hope to hear your, some of your feedback on this episode and the past episodes. As always, thank you all for tuning in. Um, once again, free at Free Negro University on Instagram. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, my brother. The Gemini season is in how many days? Oh, about what? 19 days, bro? 19 oh, days to Gemini season. boy. So, my uh, birthday is in 25 days. <laughs> Nigga, it's over. So make sure you follow to see all the Gemini antics. Hooligan shit. Uh, Hoodlum shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once again, remember to follow us, Odacia Clothing, on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, Odacia family. <laughs>